Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, happy. Uh, it's I, Andrew Dimitri, the Mistress of Bob Culture. Uh, I hope you all had a great start to the week. I'm sorry. I'm literally such an unprofessional way for me to start this episode off because I was literally just watching a YouTube video, a hilarious YouTube video, um, which seemed to be taking place in like some type of school gym. It seemed like a an assembly of some sort where... It's like Harry Potter the musical, not Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, but literally it's like somebody, uh, a young man or woman dressed up as Lord Voldemort and a crew of people behind this individual dancing. And it was just the funniest thing ever. And you know, I'm in Harry Potter fever right now because of the 20th anniversary on HBO Max. And I could not stop watching this video and it was so funny. And I highly suggest you watch it. You just go to YouTube and type in Harry Potter and Lord Voldemort dancing in a gym, which is like literally what I did and it's so specific and it's really, really weird, but I'm a... I'm that I'm that girl. I'm a weird girl. I'm a weird girly. But aside from that, um, thank you once again for tuning in. I hope you all have uh, are acclimating to the new year, first week of the new year, first work week of the new year. And it's um, I ain't gonna lie, it's not easy. It's a weird adjustment. Could have been a slower Monday, but it was also a very very productive Monday for me. I went to the dry cleaner. I went to Best Buy. I did you know just ran a bunch of errands. I had to get done. Um, did some TikTok. Uh, my cousin moved to LA, which is so thrilling. So I took him around, showed him the sights, went, had a delicious lunch in Silver Lake. It was a very full day, and I literally maximized every single minute of the day. And it is now 9.46 p.m. on the West Coast, which means it's uh, 12.46 a.m. on the East Coast. I don't know. I'm such a mathematician, so all your East Coasters are sound asleep in bed, and I'm wide awake here. So, you know, I'm doing my job. I'm recording a podcast app, and then um, I'm going to do my thing. But I have five great stories for you guys today. Of course, I'm going to talk about Tristan Thompson. Of course, I'm going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes. Of course, I'm going to talk about our girl, Kim Cattrall, who was spotted out and about in London Town, which is very ironic because in And Just Like That, the next chapter of Sex and City, she's Samantha Jones is literally in London right now. So it's sort of a life imitating art or art imitating life, whichever way you want to see it, whichever, whichever way the cookie crumbles, as they say. Um, what else do I got for you? I'm going to be on vacay, you know, like one month into the new year, I need to take a vacation, but I really, really do. I'm going to take a little vacation in a week and a half, um, cause, cause it's 56 degrees in LA and I can't handle it. So I'm going back to Florida where it is in the eighties and nineties and I want to swim and relax and just, you know, like dip it into it and sun myself as I say. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go because uh, quite honestly, <laughs> ever since the pandemic, everybody's working from home and that's what I do. I work from home record from home, I tape from home, I do it all from home, 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 home. Um, but aside from that, um, that's pretty much all that's happened since we last shouted yesterday. Uh, it was a fun episode, I'm, really, I'm still like reeling off of how good Harry Potter was. <clears throat> I hope you've had a chance to watch it, and if you haven't, then I highly suggest downloading HBO Max and watching it, <laughs> watching it, um, it's very entertaining and very good. So, without further ado, let's get into our stories of the day, because there's a lot of ground to cover today. So the first story, sort of the big news story of the day, which happened earlier on Monday, was that Elizabeth Holmes was found guilty on four out of 11 federal charges. This is from CNN. Also, TMZ posted it. It's basically everywhere. But I'm going to read you what it was. And and it was just to do with Theranos and that whole thing. And I sort of had to remind myself about sort of like what was going on because it's been quite some time. And I remember hearing about it from somebody in 2018. And I'm not going to name who told me about this information because I do not like that person anymore. But um, let's just say I heard from someone who was like sharing this information with me. And I was like, I don't want to talk about this. So anyways, okay. Elizabeth Holmes, the former CEO and founder of a failed blood testing startup, Theranos, was found guilty on four charges of defrauding investors, capping off the stunning downfall of a former tech icon. 
She was found not guilty on three additional charges concerning defrauding patients and one charge of conspiracy to defraud patients. The jury returned no verdict on three of the charges concerning defrauding investors and Judge Edward Davila, who is proceeding over the case, is expected to declare a mistrial on those charges. Um, the charges Holmes was found guilty of include one count of conspiracy to defraud investors as well as three wire fraud counts tied to specific investors. Holmes faces up to 20 years in prison as well as a fine of $250,000 plus restitution for each account. Holmes departed the courthouse hand-in-hand hand with her partner, Billy Evans, her mother, and her father. She was met with a sea of cameras and reporters, but did not comment in response to questions shouted from reporters. In a statement, U.S. Attorney Stephanie Hins applauded the verdict. Quote, the jurors in this 15-week trial navigated a complex case amid a pandemic and scheduling obstacles. She said in a statement that was read aloud by a spokesperson outside the courthouse. Quote, the guilty verdict in this case reflect Ms. Holmes' culpability in this large-scale investor fraud and she must now face sentencing for her crimes. It's always the cover-up, never the crime. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. Notably, the jury, of, the, the jury of eight men and four women determined that Holmes was guilty on counts pertaining to investors, but none of the counts that pertain to defrauding patients. Over the course of its 11-week case, the government called just three patient witnesses, witnesses excuse me, to the stand, two of whom were individually tied to wire fraud counts. The jury deliberated for over 50 hours, wow, before returning to a verdict on eight of the 11 charges. Earlier Monday, the jury returned a note indicating they could not reach a unanimous verdict on three of the counts. In response, Judge Davila issued what is known as an Allen charge, instructing them to continue deliberating to try and reach a verdict. That's a lot of deliberating. I myself have um, never been on a jury, but like I can only imagine. I would have loved to have been on a jury on like Roxy Hart's case from Chicago, even though it was like obviously not real. I would, like, love to, like, judge and, like, deliberate. Like, what the hell? Um, however, hours later, the jury returned to another note. I'm sorry, the jury returned another note that indicated it remained unable to reach... They remained unable to reach a verdict on those counts. The counts pertain to three of the investor wire fraud charges. The verdict comes after a trial that spanned over three months at a federal courthouse in San Jose. More than 30 witnesses testified during the trial, culminating with Holmes, who took the stand for seven days in her own defense. Holmes' case marked a rare criminal fraud trial of a Silicon Valley entrepreneur. Jurors were asked with determining whether Holmes was a well-meaning founder who made mistakes as she built her startup, as her defense posited, or whether she intentionally deceived investors and patients in order to help her herself and her company succeed as federal prosecutors allege. By the way, I can't wait to listen to Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald to hear her take on this because I literally love Heather McDonald and she just always gives a really funny commentary on everything going down. Um, while Holmes was on the... Was, while Holmes was the one on trial, the outcome of her case could serve as a cautionary tale for others in Silicon Valley. Quote, this is a verdict that should matter not just to Silicon Valley, but to the people who celebrate it. Invest in it and use its products, said Margaret O'Mara, a historian of tech industry and professor of the University of Washington. Quote, she was made possible by a Valley business culture that celebrated and encouraged very young, marginally experienced people. Okay, well... Here's the thing. I'm glad, you know, obviously justice always serves and, uh, you know, things always catch up with people. And I think it's terrible that she defrauded investors. Um, from what I understand, it has to do with a product that she created. And I guess it, she said it worked, even though it might not have worked. And I mean, it's never good to defraud your investors. And, you know, the investors are always the, the piper always comes to collect. Right? Is that what that expression is? The Pied Piper always comes to collect. And I guess somebody came to collect and Elizabeth Holmes maybe didn't have the money. I don't know. I'm really interested to see the film that Jennifer Lawrence is going to star in. I know there's one with Amanda Seyfried from Mean Girls, Karen from Mean Girls. But I'm going to wait for the Jennifer Lawrence one because I love me some Jennifer Lawrence. I haven't watched any documentaries about this, but I am very, very interested in about this case. And interested in Elizabeth Holmes herself because 
I don't know much about Silicon Valley other than the fact that like Apple and you know, Microsoft and all those like geniuses are like part of Silicon Valley. And I do know some people that work there. But I used to like when I was younger and people would talk about Silicon Valley, I always thought it was like a valley where people went and got like plastic surgery. And I was like, I want to go there. But like literally that's not what it's about. So, but that's a little naive young me. Um, but I'm very interested about this case. So that's pretty much, you know, that on that. And I know I'm literally the most literate person with regard to this case, but as more details come out and emerge, I will obviously be providing details because it is very fascinating. And Elizabeth Holmes, I mean, I, also, did she just have a baby with her partner? I feel like I just saw paparazzi's of, paparazzi photos of her with a babe. Good for her. But, like, not if their mother's going to be away. I wonder what, I wonder what the sentencing's going to be. Mm, very, very interesting. Um, well, that's that on that. Second story of the day, which was originally going to be the big story of the day until the Elizabeth Holmes stuff came out. Literally, I was my eyes were literally rolling back on my head when I read this. And it's messy, and it's very, very frustrating. And it's it's sort of the type of story where you can't tell someone how to live their life but like it's basically like life is sometimes life holds a mirror up and is clearly giving you like a blatant um picture painting a picture of what's literally going on in front of you so whether or not an individual chooses to be blind to that the truth quote unquote is their decision but ultimately it's the world's way of um telling you what the hell to do um, and you're probably like, what the hell are you talking about? But what I am talking about is Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian and his idiotic Instagram story. My opinion, and this is my podcast and my show, so of course I can express my own opinion. But anyways, <clears throat> let's get into the messiness of <clears throat> Tristan and Chloe. <clears throat> 3.0, given the fact that this is the third time that he's pulled this crab. This is from E! News. Tristan Thompson apologizes to Khloe Kardashian after paternity test confirms he fathered third child. Literally, rolls eyes emoji. Tristan Thompson has apologized to ex-Khloe Kardashian and made an ongoing paternity lawsuit. Um, okay, so... Um, he posted two Instagram stories, basically, and this is what he said. Today, paternity test results reveal that I fathered a child with Marilee Nichols, wrote the NBA star in his Instagram story on Monday, January 3rd. Nichols filed a lawsuit against Thompson in California, saying he is the father of her newborn son. And court docs, Tristan has said they had sex on his birthday in March 2021 during a, quote, hookup. Now Thompson says, quote, I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. He went on to specifically acknowledge the, quote, heartache of his ex-Kardashian following their breakup. Quote, Chloe, you don't deserve this, Thompson wrote. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you, which is literally such bullshit that he's saying that. Because clearly he doesn't respect or view her if he's going out and doing this stuff. So that's an idiotic thing to say. And I know that's really harsh, but I truly, truly think that this man is an idiot. Um, he added, quote, I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. Well, actions speak louder than words, buddy. And, well, your actions clearly prove the opposite. Um, Kardashian and Thompson share a three-year-old daughter, True. He shares son Prince 5 with ex-Jordan Craig. E! News reached out for reps for Kardashian, Nichols, and Thompson for comment following the paternity test results. Well, Thompson told me he was single and co-parenting. I would never have gotten involved with Tristan if I thought he was in a relationship. Nichols said in a statement to E! News last month, I saw Tristan in March 2021. Around his birthday, he told me he wanted to see me. She continued... Um, quote, I agreed to meet him in Houston at a private party on March 12th. Houston was one of the many nights we spent together soon after his birthday weekend in Houston. Oh my gosh, okay, we got you in Houston. Tristan um, invited me to his home in Boston. That's right, because he's part of the Celtics, which is like kind of cool, actually, because I'm a Boston girly. Um, the basketball player said that 
um, the quote, the only time that I had consensual, that I had sexual intercourse with Nichols last year was in March 2021 in Houston, Texas, per court filings obtained by news. Quote, I specifically remember having sexual intercourse with her in March because it was my birthday. He said she and I attended a party together in a hotel in Houston. She had called me and wanted to be with me on my birthday. Um, he also shared, quote, contrary to Nichols, many of inferences in her declaration we did not have a serious ongoing relationship stating quote we saw each other sporadically between december 2020 and march 13 2021 and, and did not and did not have sexual intercourse in california during that time by the way whenever i hear the word sporadically i always think of clueless sporadically it means not frequently when she's talking to time um nickel said in her statement to e-news that she isn't seeking quote a romantic relationship with thompson quote my goal is to raise our son in a safe healthy loving and private environment she said well, I pretty much express how I feel about this, and I just am so sorry to Khloe Kardashian that she has to deal with this crap, and um, I'm also sad for this woman, and it's just a very messy thing, because Tristan was like, it came out that he allegedly wrote that letter saying, you know, I'm going to give you 70 grand, and that's all you're going to get from me, but I guess um, things are more serious than we thought, and, you know, he did a paternity test, and clearly he is the father. I, I, I'm hoping, and I'm... <clears throat> Excuse me, someone guessing that this is going to be addressed on the new Hulu series called The Kardashians. Um, because it is a big storyline. I mean, it's really, it's, it's like, it's, it's major. I mean, I just, I, 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 and I'm sure many people echo this sentiment. I really hope that Chloe cuts ties with this guy. I get they share a child together, and I get that she's a good person, and I get that you have to co-parent on an amicable level. But at some point, you just got to cut your losses. And this really is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Just unacceptable, darling. So, I, I just... I'm not gonna, I'm not a psychologist or doctor or whatever, and I'm not gonna say somebody, like, he has an addiction to, he's not a womanizer, but I just think, you know, he's, it's just sad, you know? I, I hope the poor guy, he, he's younger too, but still, it's no excuse. Um, and you know, what do they say? You can't, a cheetah, you can't change a cheetah's spots or something? I mean, I don't know, we'll just, we'll see and I'll do time how things go with him so yeah okay third story of the day a little bit of somebody who i like literally i don't think i've ever read um about having any type of controversy is lizzie mcguire herself hillary duff uh but tmz is reporting hillary duff's daughter three-year-old banks cruising no car seat with younger co-star this is a really interesting story that's kind of like hmm hillary duff's daughter looked fairly insecure while rolling in the back of a car with her mom's old co-star which is feeling a lot of anger over what many perceive as an unsafe ride. Three-year-old Banks Bear was featured in a video posted by actress Molly Bernard, who once starred opposite Hilary Duff in the show Younger a few years back, and who apparently had Hilary's kid for the day with some sort of play date. Ooh, that's not good. Right off the bat, fans notice an apparent problem. Banks sitting in the back of a car without any visible car seat or restraint on her. The three-point harness is behind her in the video, but that, of course, is only intended for older kids and adults. The law in California for car seats is pretty simple. Any child under two has to be in a car seat, a rear-facing one at that, until they're either 40 pounds or more or 40 inches or taller. Banks is three, so the rear-facing part wouldn't apply here. However, she's still under eight and not tall enough yet, so Banks would have to be in a belt-positioning booster seat or car seat, 
and there's no such restraint in the video. Hillary is catching flack as a result, Molly too, but it's mostly folks' mom shaming Hillary for allowing such an unsafe practice with her own daughter. Thankfully, every seem, everything seems to have turned out just fine, as Molly posted photos of Banks from their time together. Still definitely a wake-up call for next time. I mean, everybody's going to have their opinions, like moms against whatever, that whole dumb thing, but I don't think Hillary Depp was a bad mom. I think maybe it's, it's a case of um, not the full story from that one photo. I don't think Hillary Depp would allow someone to put her children in an unsafe environment, and I think there's more to the story, and I think literally it was a slow news day, so that's literally my opinion on that, but the reason why I wanted to read it was because I love Hillary Duff so much, and I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a stan and a, just a supporter. Can you hear the helicopters outside? I literally love living in LA. I miss it so much. Um, I mean, I don't have any other thoughts other than literally what I just gave, so I said, but I said in the words of Bazzini Leaks. Okay, fifth story of the day. You know, I'm in uh, <clears throat> Sex in the City mode, and in Just Like That mode, so it's always a, um, Pleasure when I get to read about Samantha Jones herself, Kim Cattrall, in her real life. This is from page six. Kim Cattrall appears solemn in rare London sighting. Kim Cattrall looked upset as she strolled through the London as she strolled through the London, the London, London, uh, with her partner Russell Thomas on Monday. The Sex and the City alum donned a black jacket, leopard print scarf, and stern face as she was photographed lunching at Ciccone's Mayfair, a high-end Italian restaurant. The natural beauty appeared makeup-free, but not carefree, as she dined just a day after sadly recalling her brother Chris, who uh, took his own life in 2018 on social media. Quote, today would have been my baby brother Chris's 59th birthday. She captioned the photo of them together on Instagram on Sunday. Quote, happy birthday, sweet Topher. We miss you today and every day, RIP, X, hashtag suicide prevention. Meanwhile, Thomas51 also wore a grim look as he was seen in casual attire wearing an army print jacket, jeans, boots, and newsboy cap. The couple, who have been dating since 2016, appeared to have a serious conversation during their meal, given the expressions on their faces. At one point, the 65-year-old How I Met Your Mother actress was photographed placing her hand over her forehead as she closed her eyes. Um, Thomas was photographed texting on his phone and then looking at his girlfriend sternly with his hand stretched out. Another image is also taken Monday while seated at their table. Cattrall appeared to be under the weather. She was photographed grabbing a tissue to blow her nose. A rep for Kim did not immediately, immediately return her comment. Well, maybe she was under the weather. Maybe she was just crying and having an emotion because she is, in fact, a human being, and human beings have emotions. Listen, I love Samantha Jones, and I love Kim Cattrall even more, and it's really, really dev- devastating what you went through, and I can't even fathom it. So, you know, let her grieve let her grieve in peace and, and you know, go through her process. Um you know, sometimes they say art is the best uh, tool or, or maybe coping mechanism for healing. And I hope that, um, you know, the show she's working on make her feel better. I hope her travels make her, make her feel better. I hope everything between her and her partner is going well. And, you know, as a as a Kim Cattrall mega fan and Samantha Jones mega, mega fan, I hope that she returns to him just like that because she is the piece of the puzzle that I think is clearly missing and there is a big void. Um but yeah, I wish Kim Cattrall only love and, you know, wellness because she's a queen. And this brings us to our sixth and final story of the day. Uh, I didn't watch any New Year's Eve specials because I was actually watching the HBO Max Harry Potter 20th anniversary because I'm a freak of nature and I'm also a wizard at heart. Um, but I guess, you know, Andy Cohen is catching some flack for his New Year's Eve special with Anderson Cooper. Um, this is from E! News. Andy Cohen admits he, quote, really regrets this stupid and drunk New Year's Eve diss. Is it too late to say, is it too late now to say I'm sorry? 
Uh, oh, I'm getting a call in five minutes. Shiitake mushrooms. Okay, so I'm going to hurry up. Andy Cohen made headlines over the weekend while co-hosting CNN's New Year's Eve countdown with pal Anderson Cooper. As Cohen noted on January 1st, Instagram, in a January 1st Instagram post, quote, I was a hair overserved last night, but man, did I have fun. I hope you did too. During the broadcast, the Bravo mogul had social media buzzing over his comments about former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, as well as Mark Zuckerberg. However, as Cohen revealed on SiriusXM's Andy Cohen Live on Monday, January 3rd, there's one comment he, quote, really regrets making during the show. Quote, the only thing that I regret saying, the only thing is that I slammed the ABC broadcast and I really like Ryan Seacrest, and he's a great guy, Cohen said of Seacrest, who hosted the ABC broadcast. Quote, and I really regret saying that, and I was just stupid and drunk and feeling it. And it was, I was continuing the journey rant and I just kept talking and I shouldn't have. And I, 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 I felt bad about that, he continued. So that is the only thing. It is the only thing. Um, while Journey was performing during ABC's broadcast of Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve, also in Times Square, Cohen made a comment to CNN viewers um, about the smoke coming from Ryan Seacrest's group of losers that are performing behind us. Quote, end quote. He added, quote, I mean, with all due respect, if you've been watching ABC tonight, you've seen nothing. I'm sorry. Well, you know, when you're drunk, you say silly things, and, you know, Andy's very successful, so he probably was just in the moment, and in the heat of the excitement of it being a new year with his buddy Anderson and living his best life. And I, I know Andy Cohen, it, you know, I don't know him, but I know that he is not a malicious guy. I mean, he is shady from time to time with the housewives, but that's his job as, you know, the host and sort of the um, captain of uh, Bravo and the Housewives franchise. So, you know, love and apology, though. It's always great. So good on you, Andy. Good on you. And um, those are six stories um, to get you guys through Tuesday morning. So thank you so much as always for tuning in. I'm sorry if I sound a little bit under the weather. I have a little bit of a cold uh, because it's 50 degrees in LA, as I told you. And I'm just coming back from 80, sunnies and 80s in Florida. So obviously, you know, it's catching up with me. But I did get a COVID test and I am boosted. So I'm doing every, I'm taking every precaution I can to be safe because that's what you gotta do, girl, in this crazy time. Um, but with that being said, thank you so much as always for tuning in. I'm Andrew Dimitri, the mistress of pop culture. You can stream my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Casper's Radio, iTunes, Podcast App, on the iPhone, basically anywhere podcast stream. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Be well, be kind, be careful, and be safe. Goodbye. <laughs>